If you thought naming two of the starter of the Miami Dolphins was going to put us in the media spotlight, well, <laughs> it might not be for the reason you think. What is up, Finn fans? Yeah. Yeah, you can read that title. You can read that. Thing. You might know what I'm talking about. You might know what I'm talking about, but... You might be watching this video and go, wait, Doug, it's Wednesday. Where's the picks video? Well, big breaking news happened yesterday. So then then a lot of this mamma jam came out today. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put the picks video out Thursday. So it's going to come out right before, the, you know, no, noontime. So it's going to be out before the game. So I'm going to put the picks video out on Thursday. Comment below. Let me know if you know if you prefer Wednesday or Thursday. Also gives you guys more guys more time to put your picks in. It'll be linked as the top comment. Go do your picks. But I was like, you know what? I'm seeing a lot of this, and I, I'm like, I should address this. And that's, does the Miami Dolphins have the worst offensive line? Short answer is no. They do not. Miami Dolphins do not have the worst offensive line in the NFL. But there's some analysts, some people... On a certain network, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to show clips because I don't want to get copyright striked. It's bad enough. YouTube's been acting up when it comes to monetization and ad revenue and all that stuff. So I'm not even going to bring their names up. I'm not going to bring their names up. I'm going to bring up the people's names, but not the company's names. But before we jump into that, I say that a lot. Maybe I'll make a, a shirt that says, but before we jump into that... Tua has been named the start of the Miami Dolphins. I didn't get to really sit down and make a video with the backdrop. I did it in my car yesterday. But Tua has been named the starter. You guys know I'm excited. How hilarious was it that I released my deeper dive video, which then essentially said in that video that Tua is not going to start. Well, egg on this guy's face. And I'm happy it is. But let's not forget about Fitz, right? Let's not forget about Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, a lot of people are, are, are shocked that two is starting because of how well Fitz is doing. Now, there's some people who say Fitz sucks. That's not true. Some people say he's horrible. That's not true. You look at the stats. He has 70% completion percentage on the season. That's fifth in the NFL. His QBR is at an 80, which is seventh in the NFL. And his pass and rushing touchdowns, he has 12, which is 10th in the NFL. So right now you take all that, you mash it into one thing. He's ranked a top 10 quarterback in the NFL right now, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes, that's only after six games and you could say whatever you want about the teams he played, but you have to play to your competition and he did and he's not bad. To say he sucks, to say he's horrible, to say whatever, it's just not true. It's just not true. Fitz has played well for us this season. Has he had a few hiccups here and there? Yeah. He's throwing some stupid interceptions. He even talked about it on Sundays uh, for Sunday's game. He said, I just wanted to try to fit one into Kaziki, and it was just a dumb throw I shouldn't have thrown. We were up 21-0, and like I said, he probably was just like, ah, screw it. I feel like I could do this one. Pah. And it was interception. But to say Fitz sucks, Fitz horrible, and all that stuff, it's just it's not true because he's ranked one, one of the top quarterbacks, top 10 in the NFL right now. Like I said, 5th in completion percentage, 7th in QBR, and 12th and 10th uh, with uh, passing and rushing touchdowns. Just want to get that clear there because the fact that Fitz is so supportive of Tua, doing the whole thing on the sideline, happy for the kid, 
Fitz is a stand-up great guy, and he's also played well for us this season and got us three wins. So, got he. We almost had four wins if the defense would have done something against the Buffalo Bills, then we would be first place right now in the division. But can't put that one on Fitz. But that I just want to talk about that. Now let's talk about the title of the video. Let's talk about what you guys are probably like. Ooh, what are you talking about, Doug? If you don't know. There was a network that talks about sports. Again, I'm not going to talk about nor I'm going to pop up videos. But they had people on. You know, like I said, two being named the starter, NFL Network, all these other you know broadcasts, and you know people were talking about it. You know, you know, Dolphins starting to it, Dolphins starting to it. Everyone. And then there was another network that was talking about it, and they had a few people on. They had this one lady, Mina Kimes or Mina Kims, I think her name was. They had Dan Orlowski. Or, or I think that's how you say his name. I don't really care. Uh, another guy and then Mina Kim. The guy in the middle uh, was actually support of Tua starting. He was actually happy about it. But Dan Orlowski and Mina Kim's was not very – like Mina Kim's – I'll give her some credit, right? She said that, you know, she likes that the Miami Dolphins stuck to their plan. You know, they had a plan set. They stuck to it. She respects that. But she also said, I'm going to be honest with you. Here's the negative. Dolphins offensive line is really bad. It's ranked 30th in our standings when it comes to win rate, which essentially she gave like some like term or whatever, but essentially how hold they how long they can hold the block. And we were ranked 30th on in their spectrum of things. Dolphins aren't ranked 30th, but I'll get to those those stats, right? So she said that, and I was like, oh. Jeez. All right. Yeah. So the Dolphins have a, the worst offensive line. They're, 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 they they like in her real bad offensive line, right? And then Dan Orlowski came out and he had a lot to say, right? He said the old line's not good. He said stats might tell you it's really good, but that's because Fitz gets the ball out under three seconds because he's been playing football forever. So that's why the sack percentage and the pressure percentage is low, right? He also says that the rookie's blind side is going to be going to be essentially two more rookies in Solomon Kinley and Robert Hunt, right? He says to a poor decision making. He doesn't know when to get the ball out. He said that the reason the hip injury happened is because he doesn't know how to get the ball out and he's not going to do well behind this offensive line when he doesn't know how to get the ball out. And then, you know, people say, "Hey, well, they practiced well. You know, he did well in practice. That's how he and then he came out and said, "Well, backups ball out in practice, so it doesn't mean that they're good." So Darren Orlowski was very adamant that the Dolphins made a huge mistake starting to a and he does not think the offensive line is up to the par of having protecting Tua. And he thinks that Tua isn't ready to start because he has poor decision making and doesn't know when to throw the ball away. This is my this is my rebuttal to Dan Orlowski, right? Dolphins are number one in uh, sacks given up percentage. They're also 20th in pressure given up, right? The Dolphins are the Dolphins the hands-down best offensive line in the NFL? No. Are the Dolphins the worst? As Dan Orlowski and Mina Kims has said, really bad, the horrible. Uh, no. No. If you go back and watch the the Alabama versus LSU game, two was consistently under pressure. Some of his offensive linemen were wafting on blocks and consistently putting that kid under pressure. 
And he consistently kept trying to bring that Alabama team back into that game against LSU. I, I did a whole film breakdown. Go back and watch it. Consistently, all right, down six points, defense give up a touchdown. Down six points, defense, you know, it was just back, back, back. He was constantly trying to make something happen. He's trying with no real good offensive line in front of him, right? So Dan Orlowski, this Dan Orlowski, ran out of the back of the end zone when he was with the Detroit Lions. Is going to come on here and bash the Dolphins' offensive line and bash the organization and say that, oh, if your plan was to start two in the middle of October, then that's stupid. First off, he's not going to start in the middle of October. He's going to start on November 1st. So there's that. <laughs> and he's ready. If Brian Flores has seen him play and Brian Flores can see what he can do and Brian Flores thinks that this offensive line can block for him, then he's ready. What is one of the best routes that Tua can throw? I'll let the premier give the premier a second. What's the best route that Tua – what is the route that Tua is known for throwing accurately and putting the ball in the right spot and getting it out quick? I'll give you a second. Slants. Do you think that Chan Gailey is going to be like, all right, Tua, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have a four vert. And we're going to give you, you need to hold on to the ball for about five seconds. Pray to God. No, man. You think that the, they're going to put Tua in there and then game plan around him to put him like, do you not think that the Dolphins know certain weaknesses of their own team? Do you not think that they're trying to mask those weaknesses and win some games? Like, you're talking about Solomon Kinley and you're talking about Robert Hunt, right? Two rookies that are going to be on his blind side. One of you guys, I'm just going to throw comment of the day in the middle of this sucker, right? Uh, Dakota, uh, for comment of the day, says, I know Tua's time, but also, is Austin Jackson coming back? If so, probably would be great to do against Donald. So, should we be uh, worried not because of Jackson coming back and he did amazing against top defenders? Dakota. Exactly. He was put on IR. There's different types of IRs. There's a three-week. There's the half-season, full-season. There's all these different types of IR. With the bye coming, he could. Austin Jackson could come back and start against the Rams, essentially taking Jesse Davis, putting him back at right tackle. So who's on to his blind side but a veteran? Like People are getting all bent out of shape, saying all this stuff, oh, Tua's not ready, this and this. Some people are waiting for the injury, which why put that out there, man? Why even say stuff like that? It just makes no sense to me. But to say this Dolphins offensive line is bad, and then to say that Tua's going to struggle because of what you saw in college, even though he's been in the NFL for how many weeks now, and do you think that they're not throwing different situations at him in practice and seeing how quickly he can um, make his decisions and get rid of the ball and learn to th – they're obviously going to put him in situations to see can he does he know when to throw the ball away? Does he know when to, you know, slide? Does he know when to just check it down instead of trying to look for the big plays? Do you think that they don't put him in like Dan Orlowski, you've played quarterback. You should know that they put you in situations in practice to see can you handle certain situations. And if you can handle the situation, if you can't compute it quick enough, if you can't do these certain things, then they're not going to make you the starter. It just it boggles my mind and it makes me laugh so hard how people can just put these blinders on. It was such a stupid move. I get it. Like I said at the beginning of the video, Fitz is doing really well. 
and people who don't think so just yeah again you could talk about the interceptions and i'm not saying you're wrong with the interceptions some of the interceptions are his fault some of them are not his fault i'd say more are his fault than not right there's what one in the uh the patriots game where preston williams fell then there's the other one in the seattle game where his hand got hit but other than that they're pretty much his fault even like last week the two were they were his fault regardless if he was like just messing around they were his fault so I get it. A lot of people are like, this makes no sense. Why are they doing it now? Omar Kelly, you know, he said that he, if he if he had it his way, he would start to uh, 365 days after the injury, after the surgery, right? What's the difference? And he said, well, if I had to, I would do it then. But what's the difference from then till now? What's the it, – it, it's there's not going to be a big difference from then to now. It's the same thing, right? So, you know, I just wanted to make this video to address what I saw on with Dan Orlowski and Mina Kim's with what they're saying. Because everyone on Twitter, Adam Beasley and, you know, Kaufman and all these guys on Twitter were even saying the Dolphins don't have the worst offensive line. Like you guys are making the Dolphins, you guys are making these rookies look like they're garbage when we've watched them. We've done film study. We see how are again, are they the best? Are they going to win rookie of the year? Are they going to win any awards for their play on offense? No. But as the weeks go on, they keep getting better and better, more dominant, more pushing people over, especially Solomon Kinley running people over. So to come out and say, you know, this is a stupid decision because the rookies and then the Dolphins offensive line is, is in her words, really bad. That's not true. It's not really bad. The Dolphins offensive line isn't really bad. And if it is, and if Tua comes in and we see that the reason why the offensive line has only given up, you know, no, certain percentage of sacks and certain percentage of pressure and all this stuff, and we see that it's fits. Well, guess who's going to teach Tua what he's doing? Fitz. Still on the team, people. He's not going anywhere. But that's my thoughts on it. I'm very interested to see what you guys have to say about it. What do you guys think about, you know, what Dan Orlowski and Mina Kims had to say? You know, let me also, is there other people out there that don't that agree with them? Do you guys agree with them? Comment below. Listen, this is my opinion on the matter. Like I said, I don't think the Dolphins' offensive line is the best. I also don't think it's the worst. So I think a lot of what they're saying is jumping to conclusions and making assumptions. So that's just my opinion on it. Comment below. Do you agree with them? Do you disagree with them? Let me know. Comment below. I'd get to comment of the day, but I kind of already threw that in there. But Dakota asking about Austin Jackson coming back, we don't know. That's a big, big thing that can happen, right? Austin Jackson comes back. He, you know, it sends Jesse Davis back to the right side. You have that veteran for Tua's blind side. Makes the offensive line a little bit better, even though this offensive line is actually playing pretty solid with Jesse Davis at left tackle and Hunt at right tackle. So, I don't know. Obviously, the offensive line isn't where it should be. It isn't 100% because if it was, the running game would be better. But the running game still, Gaskin is getting a ton of chunk yardage every time he gets the ball in his hand. So I don't know. I don't know what these people are seeing. Maybe I'm just being biased. Like I said, comment below. Let me know. But that's the video. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Like I said, tomorrow I'm going to do the picks video. The picks video will be out tomorrow. Uh, and then, you know, we're not playing Sunday. So I'm going to have one more video playing for you guys. Probably have that come out Saturday. But other than that, guys, like I usually say, go follow me on Twitter. I was tweeting out with a ton of you guys today. 
which is Tuesday. You guys are watching this on Wednesday. I was tweeting with a ton of you guys talking about the, the Tua situation, him starting. Everyone's pumped. Josh Houts, how you doing? He was pumped. A lot of people are very excited about this. P- people were surprised. So be sure to go over it. Follow me on Twitter, Fanatics Network. Be sure to check them out. We got a ton of good stuff planned over there. They got the YouTube channel. Like I said, we're planning a really cool, great website. So be sure to check that out. Fan to Fan Network. They got the website. They got the Twitch stream. Be sure to check all that stuff out. Other than that, I will see you guys tomorrow with the Pix video. If there's breaking news, if there's breaking news before this video comes out at noon, because I'm premiering this one. <laughs> I look like an idiot again, and this is going to be hilarious. That's the that's the bad side of recording the night before and then uploading it. You can, you can make yourself look like an idiot. But I'll see you guys tomorrow with the Pigs video. But like usual, stay classy. Fins up. Right at this moment, there are men everywhere, doing manly things. Beards unkempt, hair run amok, leaving them in a state of hair despair. And that's just what we can see. Never mind what's going on downstairs. But it doesn't have to be that way. Thanks to our friends at Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com and enter our promo code FINSUP to save an instant 20%, get free shipping, and help quell the hair despair in your life. These bearded bros are counting on you. Won't you help them?